Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash voices in my head. That's audibletrial.com slash voices in my head. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's audibletrial.com slash voices in my head. Give it a try today. Welcome to Voices in My Head, the official podcast of me, Rick Lee James. I'm a recording artist, a singer, songwriter, an author, a worship leader, and an ordained minister in the Church of the Nazarene. The Voices in My Head podcast is your source for discussions on music, literature, movies, pop culture, theology, and more. Now sit back, relax, and listen to the latest episode of the Voices in My Head podcast. And don't forget to let the voices in your head be heard by following me on Twitter at Rick Lee James and sharing your thoughts about today's show. Welcome back to Voices in My Head. As always, I am your host, Rick Lee James, and I am coming to you for another episode on location in Nashville, Tennessee. It has been a great visit so far, and I've got wonderful podcasts and wonderful guests recorded since I've been here, and today is no exception. I am sitting in the home and studio of David Browning. He is the CCO, I was going to say CEO, but you're the CCO, (laughs) head of A&R for Crowd Music, and I encourage everyone to go to crowdmusic.com. They have a new site that just launched today, and we're going to dive into what Crowd Music is today. David, thank you for being a guest on Voices in My Head this week. It's a delight. Thank you for having me. This is uh, an honor to be here in your home studio, and it is like many of our home studios. There's a lot of uh, equipment in here. And lots then of messes. And there's, yeah. there's just lots of messes, yeah, too. That's yeah, right. it's, that's it's, right. a, it's a well-lived-in place. That's right. For exactly. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> But it's an honor to to be here in your home, and it's an honor to uh, be able to talk to you about something that um, I guess we're we're both hoping will be kind of a disruptor in the music business. Absolutely, and I mean a disruptor in the best possible way. Um, not that it's going to destroy music, but it's actually something that's going to help musicians um, and help people who really care about good quality music be able to get into it. So, what I thought. Uh, might be helpful to the listeners and to myself because I am a promoter of crowd music. By the way, if you're interested and you want to join, use my promoter number, 337. Um, But what I thought would be fun to do as we're talking about crowd music today, I'll just come to you from the standpoint of a person asking questions about crowd music. What makes you different? What makes you, you know, why should I join crowd music as opposed to Spotify or iTunes or different things like that? And we'll just have a great conversation today where we can clear up some things. I've enjoyed getting to talk to you on the phone. It's great to meet you in person now. Um, I've already checked out the crowd music site, and this is an exciting day to do this interview um, because crowdmusic.com, you just had a new site that just launched today. And when you go to the site, I'm able to look at it, and you've got Oscar-nominated and Grammy winner, songwriter, bassist, producer for people, Garth Brooks, Kelly Clarkson, Amy Grant. um, Tommy Sims is on there, giving you guys an endorsement when you come to the page. It looks really great, um, the new format. We believe in the value of music. So let's start right there, just from the very beginning. 
what is crowd music to someone who's never heard of it before? Sure, absolutely. I, I would say the 30,000-foot view is we have figured out a new pay structure to the music industry and the doldrums that it's in right now. And uh, basically, kind of think of us as the Uber of music. If you, as a music lover, are going to listen to music and fall in love with a certain artist or a certain song, and you're like, oh my goodness, i got to tell Sally, who, who also tells Bill, oh my goodness, now we love, and we keep sharing and telling and all that. Basically, what we're doing is we have decided to pick to pay music lovers and consumers to do that very thing as opposed to going through marketing firms and PR companies and promotions and stuff like that. You know, spending millions there, let's pay people directly. Let's incentivize them so that when they get on their social media, it's like, cool, as this artist does better and is more successful, I'm putting more money in my pocket. So we really were trying to figure out a way how recorded music, mechanical royalties and all that could be monetized again because it's been decimated by Mm. the current streaming models and all that, and we can get into that. Uh, but but this way, it not only creates more financial incentive for the consumer, it allows creatives to make great money again. You know, five and six figures per featured single, whether you have 14 Twitter followers or 14 million, whether you're a household name or need to be a household name, mm-hmm. uh, truly, it allows great music to be seen for what it is, great music and to be rewarded as such. Well, that's awesome. So so we're going to get into sort of the nitty-gritty of that today. Sure. And, and people uh, have a lot of opinions about music. Uh, it's interesting because the podcast just before this one that I recorded uh, was with a local artist here in town, and his name is Lance Allen, and he is a Fingerstyle Hall of Fame guitarist. Like Love just an amazing player. And, Love it. Um, and we got to play some music together on the show, and it was just a lot of fun to hang out and talk with him. Now, he is unique in that he has sort of cracked the code for himself on sure. things like Spotify. Right. Um, he's figured out how to get on playlists, and right. he has. He told us on the show, he said, I make about $600 a month through Spotify, you know, just amazing. from guitar, which is, like, I don't that's know amazing. anybody who's doing that. Yeah, like, that's right? amazing. I feel like, good for him... Uh, but I feel like also he's the exception yeah, <laughs> to absolutely. the rule in a lot of ways. Um, what's the the benefit? Say like like how does it work uh, as like for an artist, and how does it work for the consumer? If you're going to say to them instead of Spotify, like let's let's try Crowd and tell me what you get right. as through Crowd as opposed to like something like Spotify. Sure, sure. Well, one of the things I want to clarify right off the bat mm-hmm. is we are not saying get rid of Spotify or get rid of Apple Music. We're not an either or platform. We're not trying to go out and say we're going to destroy Spotify. Let's let the market take care of itself. Mm -hmm. What we are saying is that through our service, because you do tend to make more money, now you can actually have both or more. You can have all three. You can have all of them. And our service will help pay for all those. Because I think some artists might be wondering, do I have to be exclusive to crowd music if I'm going to be on crowd music? So that's that's good to know. That's something that's very helpful. Well, and and actually, uh, as our service gets going, yes, we are going to have exclusivity because Mm -hmm. our whole thing is um, and you know I'm going to use Spotify as a, 
a lot of examples today. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah. with all streaming services that are strictly streaming, let's not use Apple or Google or Amazon because obviously they can cross-collateralize with other products. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we had one of our promoters sit down with the, the heads of Apple two weeks ago and have dinner with them, and they said, we're not a music company. We mm-hmm. are a hardware company that happens to do music. We don't make money off off." you know apple music mm-hmm. you know so even even those companies recognize that the streaming models are not good business but mm-hmm. let's take spotify and here's the problem spotify is great as a convenience you've got a smorgasbord of music it's right at your fingertips it's inexpensive mm-hmm. but the problem is you have a company that's you know between 1 and 2 billion in debt took out a billion dollar loan earlier this spring currently paying 40 million in interest every single month that'll cap out at 103 million a month next spring you know basically they reported their biggest gains last year of 5.3 billion but what they didn't tell you is they also had their biggest losses ever last year of over 600 million mm. they've not been profitable profitable since 2008 mm. the current model doesn't work you're asking for a finite amount of money spent mm-hmm. for an infinite amount of streams right. that are supposed to by law have a royalty rate attached to that so how as a business can you hit that moving target of knowing uh uh-oh we got to pay out this much or this much per month based on how many people are listening and stuff it just it's terrible business sense so that's why uh there's been two problems to it one is uh you you have financial backing from banks and and you know investment capital they're all starting to bail goldman sachs three weeks ago sold off their 75 million stake in spotify uh you know spotify can't get their public ipo and all that to be a traded company so they want to go direct which is now aggravating their shareholders or the people who have invested in spotify and they're trying to figure out whether to bail or not but also, they've made their money on the backs of consumers. To satisfy those loans and stuff, the money has to come from somewhere mm. so you don't pay your, your artists and all that. Yeah. And and let's look at your friends. 600 a month off of Spotify is phenomenal. Yeah. But if you look at any other business in America, if you said, oh man, I'm a banker, I make 600 a month. Or, oh, I'm a car salesman, I make 600 a month. People would laugh you out the door. Right. The bar is set so low in music And, you know, as an analogy, it's like, you know, if you're a hungry enough person, you eventually eat dog food. And after several... Go, go. After, you know, the whole thing is, if you are a hungry person and, you know, you were offered dog food, it tastes terrible until three months in. And pretty soon you get an affinity for dog food because that's all you get to eat, you know. So, and that's what the music industry has done. With crowd music... Let's get back to your your question Mm -hmm. here of how it benefits both sides. Mm -hmm. So on the creative side, the cool thing about it is not anybody and everybody can be involved with crowd. You've got to be phenomenal. So we get rid of what I affectionately call the armpit orchestras Mm -hmm. that are auto-tuned and put up on Spotify and iTunes. Mm -hmm. That dilutes the great stuff that's truly there. When we feature, sorry, no, that's fine. No, yeah. I was just gonna say you're stealing my next question. I was going into <laughs> no, that's fine. But yeah. by the way, I want listeners to know in case you heard something in the background. Um, we we are in his home, and and so there was a kid. One of his sons ran in to one say, "Hey, Dad, 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 I need something." And that's fine. We're used to distractions. Okay, great, great. It's very real around here. It's very real. You know, that's what we do on my podcast. We're real laid back. So that's great. No worries. Great. If he wants to come up and even say hi in the mic, we can do that. No that's problem. Fine. He very well may. So. 
Um, but no, the the whole thing is. So let's say you're. Let's take you as an example. I know that you're an artist as well. Mm-hmm. And let's say we listen to your stuff and we're like, oh my goodness, Rick, this is phenomenal. We'd like to feature this song in the month of January. The cool thing is, is we put you out. You get a guaranteed amount based on how many subscribers we have. Mm-hmm. A minimum of twenty thousand dollars for your song. Mm-hmm. If we have a hundred thousand subscribers that month, you're going to get forty thousand for your song. If we have a half a million subscribers, you're going to get a check yeah. guaranteed for two hundred grand for your single being out that mm-hmm. month. Yeah. The other cool thing is you continue to own one hundred percent of your content, both copyright SRMPA. So the master recordings are still yours. The, the actual writing is still yours. Mm. You created it. You should own it. The yes. other cool thing is, in our system, the way that it works, each one of those subscriptions and each one of those downloads counts as a physical sale. So all of a sudden, Rick, doing a worship project, might be number one on Billboard that week. Might mm. be in the top 20. But the cool thing is, if you look at the current sales of, of the Drakes, the Ed Sheerans, the Katy Perrys, the Rihannas, and all that... They do sales plus streaming now because sure. it's gotten so bad, and those usually cap around fifty to sixty thousand for number one. Well, if we've got a hundred thousand, two hundred, five hundred thousand subscribers, a million, right. never again will label artists be on those charts. Yeah. We will consume them, and all of a sudden we're disrupting everything. Yeah. You know, and the other cool thing about it is, you know, creatives, uh, if they are also promoters and all that, you're mm-hmm. making money off every single song and every other artist while you're releasing stuff or not releasing stuff. So everybody is kind of profit sharing off of one another and helping each other out in the process. So (laughs) that's how we take care of creatives. The same thing on the consumer side. You know, we're doing a $20 a month subscription. You can Mm -hmm. sign up one time to participate in the profit sharing for $49. It's cheap. The most you'll really ever spend if you spend a little time working on this is $69 and some tax. That's Mm -hmm. it. The cool thing is it doesn't take long for you to tell people about it and when they also subscribe, we're sending out referral dollars right. for that you know you're also getting a cut of the action of right. all the songs on all the artists and we've got several other income streams that pertain to music and and even a little bit outside that we're going to introduce down the road right. that's going to just fill the pockets of everybody that's why i'm telling listeners my promoter number 337 337 <laughs> you can remember it say it in your sleep three, that's right no. that's right um now that's that's really cool and i want to talk to you a little bit about sort of your method of of picking artists because one thing that I know, uh, being an artist myself, right. when I when I first got going, I you know I wasn't making albums with Craig Adams in the best right. studios in sure. the world with the greatest musicians. Sure, my newest album was like the first time that I actually got to come like in with like you know Grammy award winning yes. you know guitarists and people like that and That's do like right. a strong project. That's right. In my earlier days, it was either me in a cheap studio or me um, in my home on a computer. And admittedly, some of that early stuff probably shouldn't be out there. Like it's just, right, it's just. It. It, yeah. But but what I'm saying by that is, um, there's a sense in which like anybody can put music out now right. on any platform. It's exactly. It's almost not a privilege. That's right. Like like That's right. right now, because you can, like you said, I forget what you just called yeah, it, somebody's armpit, armpit orchestra. orchestra yeah, yeah, or whatever. yeah, exactly. You you literally could do that. And go through CD Baby or somewhere, which I like, That's right. and yeah. and they'll put it on there for That's you. It's right. going to be on Spotify. Yeah. Um, I I'd love for you to tell our listeners a little bit because I I am of the mindset, and I know this excludes me sometimes, and that's fine. 
but I am of the mindset that the best stuff is going to rise to the top. Sure. How do how does crowd music go about? Like, is it committee or or who yeah. does the deciding about what music like yeah. gets to be on crowd music? Because it sounds like this is something that. Not just anybody can do. It's actually Correct. a privilege to be on yes. this. Yeah. Right. If we're going to pay ridiculous money, mm-hmm. we need everybody to be ridiculous talent. Right. And this is probably one of my favorite parts about crowd is uh, in the beginning stages, and this will carry through for the the entirety of the company forever and, and all that. Uh, you know, in most current industry situations, you'll have three, four, five A&R people at a major label. Those three or four or five people decide what the other 300 million Americans are going to listen to, or even worldwide, you know, what the three billion music lovers are going to listen to. You're putting all the weight on the shoulders of those people and their likes and dislikes of music and their opinions, subjectivity. What we have done instead is if you think of crowd music as the castle of the kingdom, the moat around the castle is going to be independent record producers, former publishers, you know, people of industry who have a proven track record of quality releases, they know a great song, those types of things. We want to make it where if you want to be an artist on crowd, you have to go through one of these people. So first of all, we're forcing work to producers. We're bringing work to the table for them. They're already self-A&Ring their projects. They're already doing tons of artist development on different folks who come to them already. Mm-hmm. Why not let them be a part of that process? Sure. So now, instead of one, two, three, four, five people at crowd deciding, now starting out, even at, in the infancy, we have a hundred producers who are helping us choose and find talent and all that. They are vetting it. They are deciding. And once we get up and going, when you have 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 people putting releases in for review every month, Mm -hmm. I can't listen to all those. But if I've got 5,000 producers and everybody listens to five or seven songs, picks the best artists, we can go down and weed out and get down to these are the absolute very best 1,000 songs the world has to offer in the month of March or in the month of August or whatever it is. And then we listen one more time through and pick maybe the best 200 or 500 or whatever it is. We, you know, we will decide how many artists are actually featured and released uh, based on the scale of growth of of uh, our subscribers because we want to make sure that uh, creatives are not making three dollars per song. We also want to make sure consumers are making serious bang for their buck. But we are doing a very heavily vetted process of of. Of selection that way. Well, so. that's great, and you know, and I can I can tell listeners too that um, from the songwriting standpoint, um, it's a, I mean, it's a it's a hard process to get a song like published. And that's I, right. And I've told people people ask me all the time because I've I've had several songs now published with like Lifeway. Yeah. Um, and so people are uh, always asking me how do you get you know a song published, that's and right. I'm like. You know what? I've had way more songs that weren't published than were. Like that's right. you have to write right. a bunch of songs that don't get anywhere right. before you can get one. So, so I, I like the idea that um, that you are being so selective because one thing that is the thing that's so heartbreaking about the music business sometimes is also its greatest reward when you actually get a song through. Yeah. Like the heartbreak of it is, oh, they didn't want my song again. They didn't want my right. song again. Exactly. But when they actually get the song accepted you yes. i mean you feel like at the top of the world because you've done the work like, that's right you know that's i have right. like like I, I feel like i have trudged the highest mountain and i finally made it to the top and that's somebody right. finally you know did it so yeah. i like the idea that even being accepted uh by crowd is sort of an, a reward in itself that's just right. to know 
it's it's an affirmation of people. Um, let, let's say monetary things aside anyway, because yeah. most musicians don't really care that much about the money; they care about the art. Sure. From the very basic, it says to a musician, these people who have worked in this industry for so long, and they know what it means to find a good song, that's right. and they know what it means to hear something that's of real quality, it says to you, if you're accepted in this, guess what? You have quality as an artist, you know? Right. And not to say that other people don't, but it's right. it's sort of a badge of honor, is it what really I put is. it that way. Well, and, <laughs> so. and let me tell you, I've, I've been able to do tons of meetings in the last eight, ten months here, and I will literally have artists or songwriters sitting across from me at a table once I start describing crowd, mm -hmm. and they'll either be in tears, or they'll jump up or down or they'll say for the first time in years I have a reason to go home and write a song now yeah. I feel like there's hope here I feel that there's encouragement and the cool thing is now it's not about like well I just got to do the cookie cutter process and keep it between the lines because that's all that's ever going to get on radio and mm -hmm. that's the only way I might make pennies on the dollar and we're saying no be as creative as you can be as excellent as you can and there is phenomenal money waiting for those right. who really go down that road right. and you know in, in the current system you brought up moments ago when you finally get a song published and it gets out there you know the other variable is uh oh is it going to sell or not am yeah. I going to make a dollar or am I going to make a hundred thousand right. dollars you know with our system in it, my experience it's been a dollar indeed yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you got a dollar my last royalty check over here from Google was 22 cents there you so go. good for you man you're buying lunch today yeah so um, but the whole thing has been those variables of like even though your song might have been on an album and good enough to be there, mm -hmm. you have no idea what you're going to make. With our system, okay, we are rewarding greatness, and we have guaranteed amounts that we're going to pay for that greatness. Yeah. So all of a sudden, everybody is like, why wouldn't I want to go work at Crowd and put my, all of my music right. there? And yes, I'll be exclusive. If yeah. they're going to pay that kind of money and it's guaranteed, I'm in. Yeah. You know, And we're getting that from huge artists, people in between deals who are like, I'm not going to sign another record deal. I'm meeting tomorrow with a phenomenal gal from the UK who's who's come aware of us, and she's like, I'm being off offered record deals left and right. I'm not taking any of them. I'm going with crowd. Hmm. And that's what we're hearing over and over. That's fantastic. Yeah. And that's what I meant in, in the beginning when I said that I think crowd is trying to be a disruptor yes. to the music business. I, I do. I mean that in, in the best possible way. Right. Um, I'm... I'm amazed by um, just your creativity and sort of thinking through these things sure. uh, for artists because um, the way that that music in particular, I, I, I think movies are suffering too. I mean, the, yeah. everybody kind of is lost in this new frontier That's of the right. internet. We don't That's know right. quite what to do. Um, so I'm just amazed by people like you who have the ingenuity to think of something like this and try something big. Wow. And, we, and we hope it'll be huge. We hope it'll be big. Yes. but. We're, we're, we're just sort of at this wild new frontier, and nobody kind of knows what's going to stick right. next. And that's so right. I'm excited to get behind something that's at least trying to give artists a chance to recoup some money Absolutely. for their art. You know? Absolutely. And uh, so I really appreciate that. So we have the new website, which uh, the timing is perfect, that it just, <laughs> that it just launched today. Um, and it had been up for a while, but this one provides sure. a lot more answers to people who are seeking to know more about crowd music and how to get to know them. Absolutely. Um, how soon do you think 
that uh, when people start signing up, that they'll start receiving their music. Yeah, um, so it's very interesting. Right now, we have what we call our thank you songs. And basically, we are starting out this week, today, with 30 artists. If you'll go to the music page, okay. and basically, um, here are 30 artists, some names you know, mm-hmm. uh, some people you don't but should know. And basically, they are saying, we completely believe in crowd and what it's about and we want to uh, you know, support this. So immediately for anyone signing up, you're going to get this bundle of thank you songs and uh, nice. you know, letting the cat out of the bag a little bit. You know, we're gonna continue to add to that. We're having more and more artists who uh, you know, are like, listen, I believe in this. I wanna mm-hmm. be a part of this. What can I do to help? You know? And uh, so it really is, uh, I think if you go up, uh, go up a little bit. There it is, right there. Hit that blue button. Blue button. Oh, there contributing you go. artist. There yeah, we go. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm so, actually listeners, so you know I'm on my iPad yeah, yeah. going He's through the new site He's looking things through right here. So there you go. So. so, but but so immediately people can get a taste for the quality of folks, who they are, what they look like, and each one is sharing a video from their heart as well, as far as like what their experiences have been, nice. who they've worked with why the current system isn't working for them and their their colleagues and stuff like that. Um, This also shows multiple genres. We have everything from hard rock to pop to R&B to rap to Texas swing to jazz bebop stuff. Uh, you name it, we have it, Americana, and we're only going to go from there. So. so so, let's go, just for instance, I'm on the crowd music site, sure. I'm on your contributing artist site, so you can hear some. Uh, here's a name a lot of people may know, Reggie Ham. he's a sure. Grammy Award winning songwriter. That's right, you know, and, that's right. And uh, he, he's done stuff that's gotten on to, uh, I believe, American Idol. Yeah, even, he I won think, uh, yeah, the American so. Idol songwriting competition in yeah. 2008. So you've got Reggie Ham on crowd music, and you can go and click on him, and it's probably my okay. And then yeah. it brings you to uh, Reggie Ham's page, and then you get to hear some of his music and kind of see, you know, what he has going on, kind yeah. of an artist bio. So if you're interested and you're wondering like who are the artists that are going to be on here, sure. you can go to crowdmusic.com, hit music, and then contributing artists, and already you see a, a great list. And and as I'm looking through here, I see I'm just going to name names: Adam yeah. McDonough. Uh, I see Chris Webby, Jojo yeah. Hill, and all these are different genres even that exactly. I'm saying their name. And, and the cool thing is when you start going through the bios of this people, like we have one guy, Greg Bissonette. Most people wouldn't know him, but as soon as you start reading his credits, I mean, he's played on crazy albums. And even hmm. his video, he's the drummer for Ringo Starr's All-Star Band. Wow. So here he is with Ringo, <laughs> him and Ringo playing. They've been doing nice. it for years. So it's literally that sort of level. We have another gentleman, Adam Watts, not a hmm. household name, but he has had over $50 million in sales on his songs and albums. He's done a lot of Miley Cyrus stuff, tons of Disney acts and all that. But he also has an artist side. He's a phenomenal artist. Yeah. Yeah, but here again, he's either too old or he doesn't look the part or he's maybe a little overweight or whatever it is, yeah, the sure. current system won't give him a shot. What right. we're saying is we don't care what you look like. We don't care about your age. If you are writing great music and you sound phenomenal and the recording is of great excellence, you have a home with us. We literally are capturing, we are, we are pursuing artists literally who are in their 60s and early 70s who are mm. fantastic. Yeah. And they're never going to get on the radio, right. you know? And the crazy thing is some of the folks that we have, we have one guy that's 69 we're in talks with right now. 
And literally, he will go to Germany and sell out 30,000-seat arenas night after night, mm-hmm. you know. But here in the States, nobody will ever hear him on the radio again, yeah. you know. So yeah. it really comes down to he's still producing great music. That mm-hmm. music needs to be heard. And so with Crowdy, he has a great home and can monetize it. Everybody monetizes yeah. it. It's yeah. great. Well, and I do like, and they if you click on the website uh, and you go to Opportunity, you can see how you can actually make money through Crowd too, and that's and, right, and sharing it with other people. So, it's uh, it's not just artists; it's it's listeners and people who are fans of music Absolutely. that can make some money too. So, so what's the what's the price point right now for listeners yeah. if they want to, you know, join Crowd Music? Yeah. Um, how is it that they Here, can join? Here's the very cool thing about Crowd is we want to include everybody. You mm-hmm. know, ultimately we want our artists to be available to three billion. people people, 3 billion music lovers worldwide. So we will leverage uh, through our site, through iTunes, any paid platform. You could go and get a Rick uh, song for a dollar twenty nine, much mm-hmm. like any other artist out there. Now, if somebody, I'll give you a great example. Somebody who would be like my dad, a farmer in Missouri. He's like, I don't know how Spotify works. Just send me a bunch of great artists every month, new music that right. I can listen to. Great, twenty bucks a month, and for twenty bucks a month, he gets new artists that aren't mm-hmm. going to be on the radio that are phenomenal. Some he's going to like, some he's not. You know, as mm-hmm. we grow, he's going to get more and more choices. Hey, right. here's fifty new artists. Pick the pick. You know, twenty that you love. Here. 500 new ones pick the 20 you can get behind that kind of thing so that's cool now uh, our highest price point which is laughable it's a one time fee of 49 bucks and then you pay 20 bucks a month and now you're sharing in the profits you're getting referral fees for anyone else Mm -hmm. who also subscribes you know things like that very very quickly does not only are, you're not only making money, but you are covering the cost of your subscription every month. So mm-hmm. essentially, you're getting free music, and even with just a little more effort, you're making money every single month. We yeah. have people already signed up, even bef- just in our infancy right now, who, uh, as soon as we start writing checks, as mm-hmm. music listeners, will be making between three and 400 a month. Yeah. Just to listen to music. That's I mean, cool. you know, and when you're talking about the guy making 600 a month on Spotify, here they are, they've told a few people and all that, and that's not even counting their stuff. I'm talking yeah. about consumers potentially making more than what artists do sure. in the current system. Sure, right. That is revolutionary. Yeah, so that's it's it could be a, a really huge win for lots Absolutely. of people. Absolutely, everybody, around, so. yep. Well, I like it, and I'm I'm proud to to try this as a promoter, and and I'm excited to get to hear some new music because I'm I'm a fan of all kinds of music, yeah, as I'm yeah. sure you are too, and I, I think that um, if the digital age has given us anything, it's enabled me to broaden my taste. That's in music. right, access, and yep. uh, and I've had a lot of access through streaming services and things, but right. I'm always looking for somebody well I'll give you an example this podcast we're doing right now I'm always looking for another guest that that, like is there somebody doing something exciting I can get behind and oftentimes it's through music I'll find an artist and I'll contact him and and something that I'm really excited about even if the world doesn't know yet correct so I feel like this can also sort of be like the the Christmas morning music service and like you don't know exactly what you're going to get until you open the package but then you know hopefully it's something that you're like wow I love this you know (laughs) and and you bring up a very good point you know um you know, a lot of folks, you know, it either takes in the current system a lot of money or or a, being in the right city or whatever, you know, looking the right part, you know, working with the right producer. We are a service that if there's a kid in Boise, Idaho, who has 14 Twitter followers that happen to be family and a few school friends who is phenomenal, he now gets the same shake 
and the same opportunity as the guy who has 14 million Twitter followers, has had radio hits and Grammys on the shelf and all that. Right. They are equal on our service. As yeah. long as they're both creating great art, they both have opportunities. Sure. So those people who, who would never get a chance to be discovered, who would be discouraged, who would only do music as a hobby, now you have a legitimate way mm-hmm. of not only blessing yourself financially because of your talents, but also financially blessing and musically blessing yeah. the consumers and music lovers. Yeah. Everybody ends up winning. And I, and I think that's a great thing. And as, as someone who's an artist and does music, you know, I, I just know without my wife working and teaching and doing right. her salary, we it's wouldn't impossible. make it, you know. That's right. That's um, right. And, I, and I'm someone who's, uh, you know, recently, thankfully, I mean, I've, I've been covered in, in like Worship Leader magazines, CCM right. magazines running a story on me right now. I've that's got right. I've got plenty of like press coverage. The GMA a couple times has done some stuff on the website. You would think someone that has that kind of press would yes. be making you know enough money to that's survive right. that's right honestly i mean i'm i'm making you know about a, every month i make about 20 bucks you I know, know. <laughs> that's it, it, about it's, it it's true so yeah. it really is uh and and i'm not one of the huge fish in the the industry it's just a matter of saying like um if if someone who even has some connections and getting things done is having that much trouble, you know, making That's money right. through the music industry. Right. So, either something has to change, or people are just going to have to, by for no other option, stop making music That's right. the way they've been. Well, and, and and let's so. if, if I have time, let's get down to some really nasty numbers here for a second. In Nashville, just a very few short years ago, we had over five thousand paid songwriters. Mm-hmm. You know, basically who would literally wake up go write songs all day. They got paid to do it. And they were making really decent money. You know, anywhere usually from, you know, 55000 clear on up to three or 400 grand per year was their advance against their royalties. Nowadays, the last number I heard a few months ago was that we have 236 paid songwriters in this town. Wow. And their average salaries are between eighteen dollars and $30,000. I can go work at Red Lobster and make more money than what a paid songwriter, a hit songwriter, is making in this town. Another great example, Desmond Child, who's a huge songwriter, wrote some of the biggest hits for Bon Jovi and all those. Living on a Prayer for Bon Jovi last Mm -hmm. year had 392 million streams. His share, his Spotify check last year for that song was $6,000. Now, if, you know, I mean... Back in the day, when Living on a Prayer was a hit, his check was probably, I'm guessing, somewhere between a half million and 700,000. Yeah. You know, today, I mean, literally, when we say, it's not we're making 20% less, we're not making 50% less, 70% less, we're literally making between 90 and 95% less than what we used to make. Wow. Those are the hard, fast numbers. They're there. Anybody yeah. can find them on Google. You know, it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's just something has to change or music as we know it, great music, will disappear because nobody can afford to make it anymore. Yeah, it's true. Well, as we kind of close our discussion today, I, again, I want to say thank you for taking sure, time to you. do this. And, and I think uh, this answers a lot of questions for people that may be wondering about crowd music. Sure. Um, I'm really excited about uh, trying this and being a promoter. Not only as a promoter, I'm looking forward just to, to hearing the music. You Absolutely. Know? Uh, but let me ask you this question that's not really even crowd-related, but I'm sure it will be because of all sure. the artists you're working with. Who's somebody that's an artist that you're really excited about right now? Oh, my goodness. You know, let me, let me just... Uh... Let me pull from our site. There's a couple that I absolutely adore that we have on board. Uh, one, 
the jazz side of me, John Steele, has been a friend for a while. And I knew John. We would do some gigs together, and they were more like country stuff and all mm-hmm. that. I didn't realize how evolved and deep this guy is a jazz musician. So I hear his record, and it's got like Vinnie Caliuda on drums and all these great guys. And I'm like, holy smokes, John, I had no idea. This guy should mm. be a household name as a, you know, I mean, he, you know, I don't want to say he's the next Charlie Parker or John Coltrane or Miles Davis, mm-hmm. but man, the quality of music that's coming out, man, you could put him right in with those guys and you wouldn't you wouldn't, you know, hear any difference. He's wow. that great. Music City Doughboys are great. It's Texas swing. It brings back kind of the old Benny Goodman type hmm. thing. It's fun. It's it, the lyrics are fun to listen to. Reggie Ham's song, I heard it the first time I bawled my eyes out and I typed to him, texted him, I said, mm-hmm. dude, I hate you. I'm, I can't stop doing anything except cry. <laughs> I mean, these are story songs, you know, but we have some great hard rock stuff. Greg yeah. Bissonette and Save the World, you know, and, and you know, I'm, I'm not saying these as promotions for crowd. I'm excited about hearing great yeah. Deep songs again, whether it's lyrical, whether it's melodic, it's not cookie cutter. It's you know, in in the day, and and I'm guilty of it too. If I want to play the game as a songwriter producer, I create eight bars mm-hmm. of a song, and I copy and paste, and I decide which things I'm going to mute for the verse and which ones I leave in in the chorus. Mm-hmm. That is today's songwriting method. Right. That's all it is. You're a track guy. With these. It's truly crafted around great arrangement. And, oh, my goodness, this this is the type of tonality we need to take. Oh, we have to use this mix guy instead of this mix guy because yeah. he mixes darker rather than this. You know, I mean, there's mm-hmm. it's, it's the difference between drinking a soda pop and eating potato chips mm-hmm. or sitting down to a great steak dinner and a fine wine. Yeah. And that's what we're really trying yeah. to do. Well, and I'll I'll make a a couple of recommendations. I'll write down their names so you can check them out for crowd music actually. But I'm I'm really excited about uh, some guys I'm going to be working with to do another album. Actually, um, they're out of Buffalo, New York, called Brothers McClurg. Nice, and, uh, very cool. They they have like this throwback sound. Um, they're almost like Southern gospel, but they're too edgy to be Southern gospel. I like love they it. play all their own instruments. Um, they they do just an incredible. It's almost like a neo folk type thing. That's fantastic. But it's not Mumford and Sons. It's not Southern Gospel. It's not, right. and it's all their own their own thing. And I I could see somebody like crowd probably picking people like them up. Like exactly. They're not a household name. Right. But people that see them never forget them. Like exactly. they're just like an amazing band that like well, wow where have they been hiding? That's you know, right. That and, and and here's how the system stacked against you. Every single day, Spotify has over twenty thousand new singles uploaded to them. What's going to make them any different than the other 19,999? I right. mean, their chance of being seen. YouTube's even worse. Over 50 years of content is uploaded to YouTube every day. So hmm. you could stop tomorrow, watch YouTube for the next 50 years, and you will see today's content. And that's all you'll see. Wow. I mean, it's bad. You know, the opportunity to be seen and noticed. That's mm-hmm. what's great about crowd. If you're truly great, we're going to make sure the world knows about you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking time to talk to listeners today. And if uh, our listeners have any more questions about Crowd, you can go to crowdmusic.com and find out more information. Uh, it really is a, a product that I'm excited about. And I'm I'm just looking forward to hearing some of this new creative Absolutely. music and just trying to 
um, kind of dive in. Just as a writer myself, I get inspired by other good writers. That's right. That's right. I, I get frustrated too, and I go, "Man, <laughs> why didn't I think of that?" You it's know? the desperation inspiration. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but I want to thank you for for taking time to do that. And remind me who there's there's another person that you've worked with to create this company, and we should give him credit yes, as absolutely. Well. Really, the um, the brainchild. It's so funny. His name is Mike Castronovo. He's okay. he's the founder and CEO. Let me tell you, he's a brilliant man. As much as I play, I always joke. I said, "Man, I play with notes, and you play with numbers." Right. You know? <laughs> and and he really he came at this. You know, I did an EP on his daughter a few years ago. We met that way, and he was really he wasn't wanting to make a music company. He was trying to figure out how to protect his daughter and allow her to do what she was doing. Once he realized the system is broken, it's going to be nearly impossible. Yeah. Uh, he came up with Crowd. Well, that's awesome. So yeah. for both you guys, thank you for all your hard work that you've put into this. And I just wish you all the, the all you. the success in the world. Appreciate uh, it. Is there anything we've missed today? You feel like there's something we need to cover that we haven't? Not at all. Well, I mean, we could go for hours well. and hours. I'm so passionate <laughs> about this. And that's sure. what's exciting. And it's not only me. We're seeing promoters, mm-hmm. consumers who are passionate again about it. I get to hear mm-hmm. new cool things. This is amazing. Yeah. I don't have to listen to the radio. I get what I want. You know, artists who are now like... I have a reason to go in the studio and really spend time working on a tone or working on a lyric mm-hmm. or whatever it is. This is only going to create better and better stuff. It's going to you know, cause the market to step up. Ultimately, you as music lovers are going to get better and better music very soon here. And that's, that's exciting for everybody. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, oh, I know I had one last question. Yeah, I, yeah. I meant to ask this and I didn't write it down. Um, as time goes on and as crowd goes on and and sure. people start you know subscribing more uh, is there a plan to sort of customize the music towards a certain style that a person wants it's like yeah. I, I guess i'm asking Absolutely. like let's say a person for some reason like i really only like christmas music yeah exactly <laughs> like, yeah like you know yeah. So like a model like that's that is exactly it, they're going right. to be getting more christmas than other that's you know, right like, that's exactly do. right and that's kind of where we Uh, our growth scale comes into play. Mm -hmm. Right now, you're getting a little bit of the most popular genres. We get more and more subscribers to where we can compensate creatives correctly Mm -hmm. instead of paying them $3 a song and all that, but still pay them great money. We will offer more and more choices on genres, even to the point where it's like, hey, Rick, what are your three favorite genres? And let's say it might be Christian, country, and dirty polka. Right. So all of a sudden, every month, you know, we're saying, hey, in the three genres you like, here are the featured artists. But if you don't like anything in those, feel free to go to hard rock or to R&B or to whatever it is. Right. So, so yes, we will tailor it to the point of where if people want nothing but country, great. You're going to have nothing but country. If you want the, the whole smorgasbord and buffet, it's all available to you. So, all right. Yeah. Fantastic. From now on, Dirty Polka is going to be my I'm new you, uh, my new go to. That's right. That's right. I'm pointing the genre. It's coming out soon. Well, David Brownie, thank you for being oh, one of the voices pleasure. in my head this week. Thank you for joining me here this week on the Voices in My Head podcast. I hope you'll visit me on my website at rickleyjames.com. Follow me on Twitter at rickleyjames. Like my artist page on Facebook at facebook.com slash rickleyjames. And keep up to date on what I'm writing at my author page on amazon.com. Make sure to follow my calendar on the website, and if you would like to have me come to your town to do a concert, a speaking engagement, or a book event, you can book me through my website by clicking on the link for Pair Booking Agency. That's P-A-R-E Booking. 
And finally, it would mean the world to me if you were to leave me a review of this podcast on iTunes. The more positive reviews that we receive, the more visible this podcast is on the internet. And now the benediction. May the God of peace, who raised Christ from the dead, strengthen your inner being for every good work. And may the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit rest upon you and dwell within you this day and forevermore. Amen.